Welcome to the Viewmasters. Farscape, episode 79. Terra Firma. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. Hello. Hello. Wow, 79. 79. Uh, That's 10 more than 69. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, sex act. <laughs> Plus 10. <laughs> That's an orgy, folks. Uh, anyway, as you were saying, 79 out of 88. Yeah, we're, we we're, are in the home stretch. We are encroaching upon the end. Yes. Yeah. And the miniseries that, yeah. that yeah. I didn't include. Right. Wow. Hey. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. So things are happening. Yeah. That's I think, nice. I think. I think so too. <clears throat> it seems that way. Right. I guess we'll know next episode. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> Uh, next episode will probably be, uh, uh, like a short filler episode about Rigel's butthole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something gets stuck in it and the crew has to really get it out. It'll be an Aranti-centric episode <laughs> about her tortured past from wherever the fuck she comes from. Who's from hell? That she does. This is the only logical explanation <laughs> why she is being inflicted upon she us. She comes from Despero's planet. <laughs> this is the third eye. Right, yeah. Kalinor. Yeah. <laughs> no. This is that planet. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to just say she comes from Kalinor. Okay. Because I didn't want to be like, Despero's planet. I, I would have had to have asked. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote a, uh, a, a, fan fiction once about Despero and so that's the only reason I know the name of his planet. And who was he fucking in that uh, story? <laughs> he was fucking Kanjar Ro <laughs> while Adam Strange watched. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Not that kind of fan fiction. Alright. But is there any other guy? Uh, it's not very good. All right. <laughs> the good stuff is the is the slash match. Right. <laughs> what I suspected. Yeah. The cream, if you will. <laughs> Speaking of cream, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I would have been fine just going with it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, so, we're on Earth! Yeah, we are! Yes, that's and, where we podcast and, from. And, and, uh, and so are the characters in the show. Oh! <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm from Earth. Uh oh. It's all good. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, when, uh, when last we saw our heroes, uh, uh, Crichton and the crew had just traveled, uh, back to the future from 1955 <laughs> after the enchantment under the sea dance. And, uh, when they, uh, arrive at Moya, uh, they are greeted by Crichton's dad. Yeah. And some men in black. Yep. And then some other men in black who apparently were hiding. Yeah. Because surprise, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of men in black in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
None of them are Will Smith or Tommy Lee Jones or no. even Josh Brolin. No, or uh, Linda Fiorentino. Sure. No. She was not there either. Okay. <laughs> I I, uh, I always wondered why they didn't get her to come back for Men in Black 2. Uh, but I guess she is terrible to work with. Okay. Is, uh, I think Kevin Smith has said that uh, from working with her with Do- for Dogma. Uh, well, Kevin Smith is also terrible. Yeah. So <laughs> she's probably pretty great. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I always liked her. Because I'm imagining, because uh, uh, I just find everyone aligned with Kevin Smith to be uh, mostly intolerable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're watching you're watching the My Name is Earl program now. I, I am. And Jason Lee is, uh, uh, is, a, is, a, is a Kevin Smith person. It's true. It's true. Uh, but, well, uh, what say you to that? But, uh, but he is uh, not on, on this program. No. Okay. <laughs> Okay, it's fine. Pilot Inspector. <laughs> he, he's terrible for other reasons. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyhow. So yeah, so they're uh, they're uh, back at Earth, and uh, Earth. it's exciting. Earth. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> and they all have some close encounters. <laughs> Because they're a bunch of aliens, and yeah. they mean human beings, so it's first contact. It is. Star Trek first contact. Man of Steel. <laughs> it's closer to Man of Steel than, a little bit, uh, yeah. than Star Trek first contact. Yeah. And that uh, it is a little humorless. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess I guess that's what last episode was for. Yeah. Well, was to, to get rid of all the, the wacky and the yuck-yucks that yeah. would uh, accompany uh, such a... A disparate crew being on Earth for the yeah. first time. Yeah. So we got that out of the way. Yes, well done. Let's get down to the serious business of the show. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, a little humorless. Uh, there is wanton destruction yeah. in this episode. But only towards the uh, the last uh, 50 minutes of right, it. Right, right. <laughs> the last third of it is just destruction. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, but unlike Man of Steel, I loved this. <laughs> I absolutely loved this episode. It was a really good one. Yeah. <laughs> so in that respect, it is, it is as different from Man of Steel as possible. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, so, so most of it is, uh... It's just humans getting tours of the alien stuff. Yeah, there's quite a bit of that. <laughs> uh, a lot of it is uh, it's mostly uh, Crichton and his dad having uh, opposing uh, views yeah. of uh, what it means for uh, humans' first contact with aliens. Yeah. Especially since uh, his post-9-11 world back on Earth. Yeah. Which I kind of forgot about. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Does that make us bad people? Uh-huh. <laughs> Terrible people. I mean, I never promised never to forget. I never I, did either. I never had a bumper sticker. Uh, I may have worn a t-shirt at one point, so okay. Uh, never had that. Uh, never, never a button or a pin or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, because honestly, I know my memory. I am going to forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I am, uh, you know, my family has a history of Alzheimer's. Uh, I am pretty self-centered. Uh, <laughs> That's true. And 9-11 did not personally affect you. Kind of did Therefore. Kind of did <laughs> Sorry. Uh, were, you, uh, were you working at the TV station? I was not. No, okay. I was, uh, I was, I was working at Kinko's. Yeah, okay. Uh, which, uh, really, uh, it was a weird day to work there, mm-hmm. because, uh, every little thing that happened, uh, would just freak people the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this printer jammed? Yeah. <laughs> it's the terrorists. Uh, <laughs> we were right next door to a, uh, heavy-duty laundromat. Okay. And, uh, one of their machines kind of, uh... Stopped working correctly. Okay. And made a lot of loud noises through the, uh, the shared wall. <laughs> that, uh, that really, uh, bothered a few people. So, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, you know, I, I don't mean to be disrespectful to, to the, all the people who, uh, died that day and it mm-hmm. was a senseless act of, of, uh, terrorism and violence, but, uh, no, I was not affected whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking if you were at the TV station, that would really affect your day, probably. Yeah. Uh, I believe I was there on the... Yeah, I worked the first anniversary okay. at the TV station of okay. 9-11, and uh, that was kind of a uh, uh, clusterfuck. Yeah. Uh, that was like all, all day, every day, for like two days. Uh, <laughs> you know, let's, let's remember... 9-11. Yeah. Because we're not forgetting. It's a sadness memorial. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it does sound really disrespectful yeah. when I talk about it like that, but yeah. uh, uh, you move on. Yeah. And I had forgotten about it until John's dad mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I, I feel like there was a, like, both of us, like, we looked at each other. And it was sort of like this, oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, it was a thing. (laughs) I remember that issue of Spider-Man. I remember that more (laughs) than I remember news coverage (laughs) of the actual event. I remember Magneto and Kingpin and Doctor Doom crying over rubble. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. even supervillains have feelings too. Yeah, <laughs> mass murdering supervillains. Yep. <laughs> One of them who is a dictator mm-hmm. of his own country that is pretty much opposed to the American way of life. Yeah, is very upset. Uh, that uh, some terrorists blew up a building. Yeah, <laughs> strong men to cry. Yes, Spider Man. Spider Man. <laughs> I said we were going to talk about Spider Man. We didn't even mean to. <laughs> Uh, well, we got to talk about something because we we're clearly not talking about this episode. Yeah, I mean, it was really good. There's not a lot that happens. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of sort of tension between John and Aaron. Yeah, uh, because John's girlfriend resurfaces. Uh, unexpected. Unexpected. Yeah, 
And pretty sure she's only there because he's famous. Didn't they break up before he went off to space? I don't know if they did or not. But did I imagine uh, that? Uh, I mean, uh, I, I vaguely remember, like, in the first couple of episodes, there was a flashback to her. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, uh, he, he has been gone for, what, three, three and a half years at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and apparently she has not moved on. Yeah. Or, like you said, she is just uh, there because he is uh, suddenly famous because he knows aliens. Yeah. I mean, that, that was the very first thought that I had. Yeah. <laughs> That's, like, the most cynical thing I could think. Not that, oh, she loves him. Right. <laughs> no, she's just, oh, you're famous now. Yeah. I want to get with that. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, she kind of, I mean, she doesn't say that, but uh, she, she is not there for... Uh, uh, any kind of uh, altruistic uh, reasons. Yeah, she's this there to get laid. Yeah. Well, I, which I guess was the nature of their relationship before. I guess. We just, I mean, we we didn't see their relationship at all before. I again maybe one scene in the pilot. I I, I I don't think she was even in the pilot. I think oh, it was really? like a later episode where where he just was thinking about her or something. Okay. And I vaguely remember him thinking about proposing to her or something like that. Like, like he had a, a ring that he, uh, like, had under their, their bed or something like that. <laughs> I could be making this up. <laughs> I'm, I'll take your word for it, because right. I don't remember. I could have just written that scene in my head <laughs> right now. This is a, a mental retcon. Yes. <laughs> it's headcanon. <laughs> Sometimes that's the best kind of canon, is the canon that we make up yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> I choose to believe that uh, none of Wolverine Georgians ever happened. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a perfectly valid, perfectly valid headcanon. Yeah, because the character's better that way. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I think I even talked about this on the last episode. I've been listening to the. Uh, Marvel Untold Story audiobook. Yeah, I know we at least talked about it. Yeah. Off air, nothing yeah. else. Uh, but there was a uh, a section about uh, Bill Jameis deciding that they were going to tell Wolverine's origin because uh, he just liked uh, blowing the doors off his shit. <laughs> and uh, apparently, no, because he was the boss, nobody bothered to tell him that that would absolutely ruin the character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't they, didn't they say they wanted to do it before the movies did it? Yeah, that was the thing that I read. Yeah. I don't know if that was real or not. That could be a thing, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <clears throat> I also choose to believe the Wolverine Origins never happened. The, the movie. whole series? Oh, the movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. I actually like that movie. Yeah? Yeah. I know that mine is the unpopular opinion on that, <laughs> but I thought it was dumb, enjoyable fun. It is dumb, enjoyable fun, and total garbage. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, yeah, not a good movie by any means, but I enjoyed the crap out of it, and Liam Schreiber is pretty much great in everything. I agree. I like him as Sabretooth a lot. Yeah. Unconventional choice. Yeah. I'd like to see him come back. Liam Schreiber? Yeah. As, as, as Sabretooth. Oh, as Sabretooth. Yeah. Just, uh, I thought you meant as an actor. No, I, I, he's still around. He's, he's still doing uh, it. He's got a, a Showtime series. Oh, yeah, that's right, he does. I kept seeing ads for that in front of movies. Yeah. yeah. I never, never watched it. Any interest in watching it. <laughs> <laughs> but good for him. Yeah, did you ever see movie, uh, Goon? 
Uh, yeah, the, uh, yeah, the, with, uh, Sean uh, Scott. Scott. Yeah. That's a great movie. It's a fantastic fucking yeah. movie. Yeah. I forgot he was in that. Yeah, he's great in that too. Yeah. Yeah, Schreiber talk. Yes. <laughs> the Schreiber cast. Schreiber cast. <laughs> Schreiber space. <laughs> That's probably the name of a Leah Schreiber fan site. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anywho. Uh, so, we, we were talking about Farscape. That's right. I think. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, not a ton happening, uh, until towards the end. Yeah. When shit gets crazy. Yeah. Well, it's a subplot from, uh, the previous episode. Yeah. When, uh, Grey's, uh, uh, apparently implanted some sort of alien creature aboard Moya that uh, no one could detect. Right. And uh, to, to kill, or at least track, John Crichton. Yeah. I think it's, it's, uh, I get the impression that the, from this episode that it's able to like, burrow into their memories or something. Yeah. Or, was... or, or I don't know, get into their brains somehow. Right. Because like, it was torturing the two scientist friends. Right. Of Crichton's, and, like, they weren't saying anything, at least not that we saw, but it knew what they were thinking. Right. So, maybe it was there to steal the wormhole knowledge from Crichton's brain. Yeah, probably and true. And kill him. Yeah. That sounds like a perfectly good uh, explanation. Okay. Anyway, that shows up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's throughout this episode. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, pops in and out, and... and and it has stealth capabilities. Yeah. So sometimes it comes out of stealth mode just so we can see that it's there, and then it goes right back into stealth mode. How else are we gonna know? That's it's really considerate. Yeah. Of of the the chicken bug monster. Whatever it is. Because <laughs> it has a beak. Kinda. But it, but it also has like mantis, mantis mandibles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's weird. It is very weird. It, 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 maybe a lady. Uh, yeah, I think it did have breasts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who knows? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I did like I liked the way that Graza communicates with it. Yeah, oh yeah. Which is uh, she's got some sort of device that she uh, sticks on the head of uh, uh, what's his name Bracca. Bracca. Thank you. And uh, and it allows the creature to communicate with her through Bracca. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. That was very cool. <laughs> and funny. And, yeah. <laughs> there was humor uh, <laughs> from the episode in that. Because uh, afterwards, when she takes the thing off of Bracca's head, he has no memory of what happened. Right. So she decides to tell him each time uh, that he just doesn't remember them having sex. Right. <laughs> she is just that good. She's horrible. She's so mean. <laughs> His balls must be so blue. <laughs> Which is weird because of last episode's uh, revelation that uh, he and Scorpius have been in a gay relationship yeah. for decades. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so she's really, she's uh, uh, not really raping him. Right. But uh, it's, it's, a, it's a mind fuck, that's for sure. <laughs> it is. And uh, the, the, the second time. Uh, that we see it happen, uh, where, uh, spoiler, in the middle of the, the communication with the, uh, the bug thing, uh, it dies. Yeah. With Bracca still attached to it. Yeah. And, uh, he comes out of it a little worse for wear, 
with a gunk all over his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she and then she boob sweats him. Yeah, she like she she slathers that stuff on. <laughs> like she gets a good handful of it and then just rubs it on his face. <laughs> In the most familiar way possible. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but we know she's into that. Yeah. Humiliation. She is. She is, uh, she's weird. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so uh, the, the creature does die in this episode. Yeah. Uh, there is a rousing battle. There is. In the Crichton, Crichton home on Christmas Eve. Is it the Crichton home, or is it just the home where everybody is uh, sort of being safe housed i think i think that i don't know actually yeah, yeah. i thought that it was that it was Crichton's dad's and sister's home right but it could have been could have been the other house i don't know because yeah, okay. yeah they're the the uh, moya crew are being uh not really held but sort of held captured they're, they're being protected they're being protected yeah in in a really nice house yeah it's the house i'd like to be in yeah yeah agreed uh, but yeah, it is, uh, it's, uh, everyone except for, uh, Scorpius and Pilot. Yeah. Uh, are, uh, hanging out on Earth. Just yeah. Just hanging out. <laughs> comes and goes as she pleases. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> which, uh, leads to, uh, a weird scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the, uh, sexual weird tension between her and Scorpius... Are uh, is is just uh, full blown. Oh yeah, fever pitch. Yeah, it's fucking weird. <laughs> but hey, you know, whatever. Wherever you find true love, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> why doesn't why doesn't a weird alien <laughs> scaring Sebastian hybrid that has to wear an air conditioning suit uh, that keeps uh, cooling rods in his brain uh, deserve love? Exactly. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's always dressed so well. It's true. With his tails. Yeah, so he's true. he's always ready for it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Uh, you know, everyone is dressed pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Every girl's crazy about a sharp-dressed man, is what I understand from popular culture. Good night, everybody. (laughs) But it holds true. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Also, did you notice that Sokozu's scales were much more pronounced in this episode? It seemed like they were a lot more visible Uh, than usual. I didn't notice so much. Uh, I mean, there was the, the... When she was talking to Scorpius, where she had the bruise on her head. Yeah. Uh, so, so that was a thing. Yeah. But, uh, otherwise, I didn't really notice too much. Okay. I don't know. I, I, it, I noticed it for some reason yeah. more than I usually do. I uh, noticed her eyes were weirder uh, when she was on Earth. Yeah. When when uh, Crichton's uh, preteen cousin was uh, just videotaping her and Chiana's boobs. Yeah. <laughs> like you do. Like you do. Chiana was into it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give him the uh, traditional uh, Earth greeting of the middle finger. Yeah. Because <laughs> I guess that's a thing that's still happening. I love it. <laughs> I, I'm happy for that to stick around. I am as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Chiana, uh, no follow-up to the fact that uh, she punched Crichton's V-card 
in the previous episodes. No, but she does almost blow a congressman yeah. in front of a whole bunch of people. <laughs> so there's that. She's an alien. Yeah. She's confused. <laughs> this is how she communicates. Yeah. <laughs> the language of love. <laughs> Carnal love. <laughs> so, uh, so Creighton's best friend. Uh, the, the guy from the, the pilot episode, and I think he's shown up like twice other, two other times. Yeah. Uh, he, he gets killed by our uh, predator alien mm-hmm. person. Uh, and, uh, probably forgotten? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, like he and his girlfriend, wife, whatever. Right. Are both killed. Yeah. And their bodies are discovered, but no one mourns for them. No. Nope. <laughs> no one even talks about their missing. No. <laughs> I mean, uh. <laughs> they only. <laughs> Their bodies are only found because Dargo smells them rotting. Right. Yeah. So. So that also means that they they'd been there a while. Yeah. So welcome to Earth. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So I'm I'm only assuming that uh, Dargo uh, told John. Maybe. Not maybe. Who yeah. knows. Maybe, like, he's just saw the bodies, but uh, didn't oh. know anything about it because, you know, all humans don't look alike to him, right? I, you know, I, maybe that could be. I think, actually, though, I was curious. So, in the end battle, uh, the the deus ex machina that destroys the the creature is Dargo. Oh, yeah, that's in, right. In a ship. Yeah. And, uh, in his ship. In his, was it his ship? Yeah. Okay, it looked like a tiny little version of whatever it no, was. Yeah, yeah, it was his. Okay. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's I, the only thing he has left. It is the only thing he has left. You're right. Yeah. He doesn't go anywhere without it. Right. <laughs> but, but I wondered why he was there. Like, no one had time to call him or anything. Yeah, but I guess it yeah, makes sense yeah, that okay. he went to protect. So he didn't even have a chance to tell there we go. Crichton that his friends were dead. All right. So, Look at that. Yeah. Mystery solved. Head cannon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, in the end, uh, Crichton decides that he has to leave Earth because I guess he has to protect them from the forces that are still after him. Right. What it seems like. Yeah. That's never explicitly stated. Uh, but yeah, but uh, but it comes to a point where uh, he and his dad finally see eye to eye. That they're going to share alien technology with the entire world because it's what's best for the world. Yeah. Uh, but then, uh, I guess that's not gonna happen since they're all leaving now. Yeah. <laughs> They'll do that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there's, uh, there's, uh, some tension between, uh, Crichton and Aaron, and, uh, some tension between, uh, uh, Aaron and, uh, John's, uh, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that all comes to a head just before the, uh, big alien attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, uh, was probably my favorite part of the whole episode. Yeah, I really liked that scene. Yeah. Where they're just, they're talking very honestly and frankly about their feelings or lack thereof for John. Right. And it was nice. Yeah. And, uh, and then, uh, yeah, when, when Aaron finally uh, confronts John because uh, she is uh, going to leave Earth. Unless John wants her to stay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, what do you want to do? I want to do whatever you want me to do. Yeah. Just make up your damn minds, one of you. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was a thing. That was that happened. But yeah. then it looked like they were gonna kiss. Maybe I don't know. But then the bug monster appeared. I don't think they were gonna kiss, but uh, no. uh, they were. They were gonna finally 
uh, be honest with each other for for once. Okay. And uh, then the alien attacked. Yeah. See, yeah. see, I thought that Crichton was moving in for a uh, for a little smooch. Yeah, I, but, uh, no. I didn't get that. Maybe, yeah. maybe I just want it so bad. Hey, it I want be. them to be together. I want yeah. them to be happy. You want to ship them? I, I, I'm definitely shipping <laughs> Crichton and Aaron. <laughs> and I... Scorpius and Sokozu. I would just like to say that I fucking hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> for having said that. <laughs> Why? And earlier for having said it again. <laughs> <laughs> I like headcanon, though. I don't think that's as stupid as shipping. It's all dumb. It's all dumb. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's part of being a fandom. Yeah. I hate that, too. <laughs> fandom? Yeah. All the feels. Feelings boner. <laughs> that's what it is. It's yeah. a feelings boner. That is. Yeah, Crichton and Aaron being together gives me a feelings boner. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so it gives me a regular boner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was, a, it, was, it was a good episode, but I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, not a ton happened, but yeah. uh, it, was, it was all character development, which is perfectly fine. Absolutely, in a series that has been severely lacking it lately. <laughs> <laughs> I liked there was a little uh, a little uh, nod back to uh, Dargo and uh, Chiana's relationship, yeah, which has been largely ignored of late. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. But uh, I did like the little jab that Chiana made about it in, earlier in the episode. Right. So that was nice. <clears throat> Continuity. Yeah. Um, yeah, like right. I said, you know, uh, the, the previous episode was all about the wackiness involved in, in this situation. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess it was fair that uh, we didn't get to see, you know... Rigel having sugar highs, or you know, <laughs> his reaction to Earth in general. You know, yeah, so yeah, I mean, fine. I mean, we do get to see him eat uh, raw popcorn. That's true, and we do get to see uh, the always hilarious Naranti sing a Christmas carol, which brought some much-needed levity uh, and uh, seething hatred yes. to my viewing of the yes. episodes. Yeah, she is still around. For she some reason, is still here. And oh yeah, this entire episode takes place around Christmas. Yeah, so, it's, so it's there's a, that too. It's a Christmas yeah. episode. Well, last episode was uh, was uh, Halloween. Uh, Halloween. Yeah. So and this one takes place a, a month or two later, right? Because of wibbly wobbly, <coughs> timey wimey. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. What else? What else? I think I I I, I had everything. Yeah. Oh, uh, not everything. Not not. Oh yeah, but uh, one other thing though is uh, that uh, when when Sokozu leaves Earth, uh, fed up with uh, basically everything about it, yeah, uh, she she goes to Scorpion where they have their weird intense romance thing happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but also, uh, you know, I think we we get a little more, even though it's all weird and creepy and evil, uh, you know. Scorpius still seems to be on the up and up about everything. Yeah. Uh, and that he is uh, prepared to sacrifice his life to stop uh, Greza from invading Earth. Yeah. Yeah, so he he's wiring his capsule uh, to basically be a bomb. Yeah. Uh, and he's just hanging out at the other end of the wormhole uh, in case uh, Greza and the Peacekeepers uh, show up to go through the wormhole. Right. And his plan is to detonate the capsule... Uh, destabilizing the wormhole and closing it. Yep. 
Which, yeah, that is, uh, that's pretty fucking noble. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, because I think, uh, like, 15, 20 minutes into the episode, I, I asked where the hell Scorpius is. Yeah. He just stayed in space. Yeah. <laughs> He's just out there. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently before Moyo went through the wormhole, she just left him. Yeah. Out there. <laughs> Do you remember, um, in the Silver Age, the prison that the Justice League and the Justice Society left the crime syndicate in? Uh-uh. Just, like, out in space. Uh-huh. They're in, like, this bubble, and there are these signs all around them that are just like, Do not open dangerous criminals in different alien languages. <laughs> That's sort of what I imagined when they're like, oh, we just left him out in space. Yeah, it's responsible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. My brain is a weird place. That's uh, all right. <laughs> you didn't think of that. No, that's true. Gardner Fox Gar- did. Gardner Fox and uh, Mike Sikowski. Yeah. I was just guessing. Yeah. No, you wrote that. Good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the the last thing <laughs> that we had to go back and check. Uh, at one point in the episode, uh, Crichton is uh, just hanging out in his dad's house, yep. watching TV and eating popcorn. By the way, this episode is brought to you by Orville Redenbacher. There's a lot of popcorn. There's in. a lot of popcorn in this one, and by a lot, I mean two scenes with it. But in a short episode. That's a lot of scenes. I think, though, uh, at the at the end of the episode when uh, they're they're loading supplies on the boy oh, yeah. from Earth, I think there was a lot of bags of popcorn there too. There, there were big bags of popcorn yeah. and Burger King yep. cups. <laughs> so all the essentials that they'll need out in space, <laughs> fountain soda that'll go flat in an hour. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Crichton's hanging out watching TV. Uh, and on TV, there is a scientist talking about the ramifications of alien life coming to Earth. Yes, Dr. Adrian Walker. Yes. Something like that. Adrian Walker. Uh, and that doctor is played by Nicholas Hammond. Who is? Who is uh, perhaps best known as one of the Von Trapp children <laughs> from The Sound of Music. <laughs> yep. As I described it to you earlier... The uh, the eldest son and the super annoying one. All right, like the one who is over eager and just obnoxious. Is he the one that sells the family out to the Nazis? No, that okay. is uh, that is uh, his friend. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, friend. <laughs> I have never seen the sound of music. No, because it's a musical. It's a musical. <laughs> it has music in the title. Yeah, you're probably not gonna like it. Nope. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Nicholas Hammond. Uh, one of the Von Trapp children, but best known to nerd culture uh, as the amazing Spider-Man. He was in the Sam Raimi films. Yes. <laughs> he played Uncle Ben. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Why did they not do that? Uh, was he in the, those movies at all? Like no, I, don't, I don't anything? think so. No? Yeah. I don't think so. So they really fucked him on that one. They did, yeah. Because, I mean, Lou Ferrigno was in both of the Hulk movies. Yeah. I mean, come on, guys. What the fuck? They have no respect for, for Nicholas Hammond. <laughs> but no, Nicholas Hammond was Spider-Man in the late 70s, early 80s. Uh, I think it was a CBS series. I believe so, yeah. That utilized footage from a Japanese Spider-Man series. Did it? I think so. Okay. I think all the scenes with Spider-Man 
were from a Japanese show. Huh. No, I think there were some that weren't, though. Were there? Because the Spider-Man, the, the Japanese Spider-Man show was batshit crazy. Okay. Because it was more of like an Ultraman kind of situation. Okay. So so I think, you know, yeah, there were, there were... I could be mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but, but yeah, I don't think all of them were, at least. So, okay. Yeah. But yeah, he was he was the first live action Spider Man. He was. I remember watching those as a kid. Me too. Yeah. He's got his belt. Yep. And his web shooters on the outside of his costume. Right. Ben Riley style. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Not at all. I, th- I always thought it looked awesome. Kind of did too. Yeah. <laughs> when uh, you know, when Ben Riley was was you know revealed to be the real Peter Parker and. Uh, you know, he uh, dyed his hair blonde, and he got uh, the cool Dan Jurgens costume. Mm-hmm. I really like that costume. Yeah, it's a really nice costume. Is that is that that's the, the one that they adapted into the Spider Girl costume. Okay, yeah. So not the hoodie. No, not, not that one. Not that's Scarlet, Scarlet Spider. Spider. Okay, yeah, no. Okay. Although you know, as a, uh, I never read Spider Man when those things were happening, but I was you know clearly around. Yeah, and it was like even. Having not ever read them, you know, just automatically judged it as a giant piece of shit. <laughs> but I did read, you know, when, when Dan Jurgens took over Spider-Man, I was like, ah, I like Dan Jurgens occasionally. Yeah. I'll read those, and, uh, you know, they weren't too bad. But, uh, you know, uh, but, but, but despite that, uh, like, like nowadays, I, I look upon the Scarlet Spider costume with the, the blue hoodie. And the ankle utility belts, mm-hmm. and think to myself, that's fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's a neat. Like I could see it being a toy variation yeah. of Spider-Man's costume. Yeah, it's not bad. No. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, uh, Nicholas Hammond. Yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's in half a scene. <laughs> <laughs> not even yeah, really not in even. it. Yeah. He's on the TV. Not even a clear shot of him. Yeah, was... and, I, and I didn't recognize him. Nope. I just knew he was in the episode from the IMDb. When you had me go back and, and rewind it to that part, uh, and then you told me that it was him, I did recognize him. Yeah. But only after all of that. Yeah, if, if you know that it's him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it is the equivalent of Bruce Campbell being in Fargo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that he is basically not. Yeah. <laughs> but he's on a TV for three seconds. <laughs> Perfect cameo. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that was cool, though. That was cool. I mean, I, I guess he's been in a bunch of other stuff, and I've seen some of that other stuff, but I would never have recognized him in anything else. Yeah. Uh, just because I remember him in his giant hair when he was uh, Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good times. Good times, indeed. Yeah. All right. So, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, that, uh, so, so, going back into space next week. Yeah. Back into tormented space. <laughs> and actually, I was going to mention tormented space because I was thinking about it. For it says, as much as they built it up, and as much as you had a shit fit about the name <laughs> tormented space, <laughs> they really didn't spend a whole lot of time in tormented space. They really didn't. Yeah. And, and uh, the time that they did spend, not terribly tormented. Yeah. 
So <laughs> maybe they are going back. Then. I expect better things from a, spa- a territory called Tormented Space. Maybe Earth was in Tormented I Space want... the entire time. Oh wow! <laughs> Earth is the capital of Tormented Space. <laughs> The secret president has been ruling for <laughs> uh, Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Masters.